Coming at you live, episode 10, Money Matters, with Matt and Rich. Rich, how are you doing today? Good afternoon, Matt. I'm doing well, thank you. Hopefully we can get some afternoon crowd here. Yes. uh, Post-lunch, pre-end of day. Yes. Hopefully they can tune in and watch a little Money Matters and listen to what we're up to today. Yeah. You know, maybe maybe they're just sitting at their desk, they're done for the day, but they can't leave until 5. I I, I love that. (laughs) I I want that job. (laughs) Literally. That's exactly it. Um, But today's episode, we are going to chat about why using a local lender is better than using, you know, anyone retail or one of those bigger banks. Big banks suck. Yeah, I was going to say, as you can see by the title. Why big banks suck. Uh, yeah, no, I've got clients that uh, will reach out as they're starting their search and they'll ask, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go talk to my bank, uh, pre-approval, you know, or, or do you have any recommendations and, you know, all that type of stuff mm-hmm. kind of on the onset when we start talking about lending and financing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, uh, you know, most people are like, hey, I'll just go talk to my bank. And, and I'd like to recommend you, obviously, because uh, you provide some different options. And, you know, I'm sure you're going to talk about kind of what that means yeah yeah absolutely so um we get it a lot too you know when when buyers come to us and they say what makes you different right why would we use you versus you know going to my bank because buyers genuinely don't know right they want to hear from the agent that they also want to hear essentially me I don't want to say selling myself, but, you know, why a broker? Because people what just can don't. What can you offer what that can you someone offer? else doesn't? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, to, to break down what someone like myself, a mortgage broker versus a bank offers, um, a broker isn't, we're not the direct lender, right? So we're not. It's not actually, your money. Right. It's not our money that we're lending and we don't keep the loan. Okay. So what I mean by that is we work with multiple different lenders who specialize in different things who then lend you the money, right? And then obviously they service the loan and then you pay them all that fun stuff. You pay your mortgage to them still, It's but you don't pay Premier Mortgage Lending. You're not getting the money from Premier Mortgage Lending. So like United Wholesale Mortgage, yes. Mr. Cooper. Um, so Mr. Cooper, we don't do. They're not um, direct, they're wholesale. They're a, so I think they're wholesale, yeah, if they're I remember correctly. Yep. Um, but United Wholesale Mortgage is a big one. Yep. Um, we do have some biggest. banks that we go to. Yeah, the biggest. Yeah. Um, we do have some banks that we go to. Um, for instance, like Flagstar Bank's one we go to. We go to First Trust for some portfolio stuff. Yeah. Um, and then there's a couple of different. So you, you got know, options. We got options, right? Yeah. And we got a different um, wholesale lenders as well that'll take, you know, lower credit scores, maybe higher DTIs, right? So there's a lot of different avenues that we can go down. It's not just this bucket of, oh, you don't fit in this lender's qualification. Sorry, you don't qualify. You're out. Yeah. You're out. And, they, and with that, you know, they all have their, their strengths and their weaknesses. For instance, United Wholesale Mortgage closes super duper fast. Mm-hmm. They're a technology-based company. So their fees are cheaper because they don't have 17 people touching the loan that they have to pay. Right. right? They're, so they're, they're significantly cheaper for the borrower. They're quicker for the borrower. It's why we prefer, that's our preferred person, or not person, just our preferred yeah. lender. Um, but, you know, not everyone fits in their bucket because yeah. they have their specialties as they want to, which is why, you know, we work with different people. For instance, like I said, the portfolio stuff, you know, if you have to go bank statement loan or, you know, 1099 only, or, you know, if you want an arm, UWM doesn't offer great arms. They don't want them. 
but we have lenders that do. Yeah. So that's the that you know we we're a one one stop shop essentially for for your mortgages. Arm being an adjustable rate mortgage. Adjustable rate mortgage. Yep. Yep. Um, and obviously those are pretty big now, especially for jumbo stuff, um, just because they're you know rates interest rates lower. are significantly lower than than the fixed. Like yeah. We're talking a point to a point and a half lower in some instances, so mm-hmm. it's a hundred percent worth it. And then once rates come back down, obviously the buyer just refis into their fixed rate at that point. But it's worth it now um, to, to do an arm. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, the big difference between mortgage broker and bank. Uh, for pre-approval process is always where I like to start with them because that's when I'm talking to them. That's when I'm, you know, gearing them towards and getting them ready for. So we have an LO here, well, multiple LOs here that came from bigger banks, yeah. one in particular, who's very big, who you probably know. Yeah. Out there, you probably know. Um, and she was telling me that... Pre-approval process takes a couple weeks to get done. Weeks? Weeks. Because you, (laughs) yeah, oh yeah. So you send in your application with this. Hear that, buyers? You better get started early. 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 (laughs) When you're going with a large bank. Right. Like you can't just come to me and be like, I want to put an offer in because it's going to take weeks to get your pre-approval. Right. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And the reason for it, and everyone's like, well, you know, why does it take so long? The reason is, is. When she gets the when when she used to get the docs, right? You would literally have to send those into underwriting, and it goes into their queue for them to review. And if you if they didn't like one thing on the document, or you know you scanned the corner of a bank statement that didn't show up, nope, we need a new one. And then guess what Take happens? You go right back to the bottom of the queue, yeah. and guess what's in that queue? Purchases, refis, yeah. pre-approvals, other loans, auto personal right uh, yeah so yeah, you're yeah. in this massive queue of and then lending of lending yeah and you just get stuck at the bottom so guess what you not to jump too far ahead but your purchase is closing is getting delayed yeah because yeah. aunt susan needs an auto loan and she's ahead of you right it's like what Aunt Susan, <laughs> <Right>? come on <laughs> like, so come this on. um and but for us you know 24 hours of the most once you get us everything, um, that's the big caveat, right? You, I, I can promise 24 hours. And why but is that? Because I need all the documents. Well, why can you promise it? Oh, gotcha. Because I'm handling it. Yeah. So I'm essentially doing the underwriting because I have learned enough about the loan yep. to understand what that means and sure. what we're going to need. Um, With a high rate of confidence and success. Correct. Right. Exactly. Um, so for you know, for us, we have to be licensed beforehand. That doesn't necessarily teach us how to, you know, calculate income or anything like that, sure. but it teaches us, okay, what guidelines do we have to follow based on, you know, your income, for instance. If you have variable income, it's very different than if you're salaried mm-hmm. versus if you're commissioned versus if you know you're you're an hourly employee that has overtime, right? There's a lot of different things in this where we're understanding on how we have to do that. Yep. Um, so I'm the one touching it. I'm the one that you're asking questions to. You don't get a different LO every single time, which obviously is valuable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, exactly. So yeah, so for so one day versus two to three weeks. Yeah, uh, there's a there's a, a big huge, huge leg up. <laughs> right, right, yeah, definitely, and like you said, you know, you you can't really have your borrower go to if that's the case, you know, go to a bank like that or even a retail lender like that. Some of the retail guys, again, I can't name names, but mm-hmm. we've mentioned some acronyms on the show yes. um, that yes. you know they they don't maybe don't take two to three weeks, but they get it to you right away. But they're only filling out you know a five question form. You're not sending in documents, so yes, you get sir. this pre approval. 
that really doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. It's just a what you've told them they've thrown onto a sheet so you can get a letter to go shopping for a home that you may may or may or may not be a qualified for. Right. Right. Yep. And and you know, everyone's, you know, oh, you know, I make a hundred grand a year. So you know, you make ninety six. Right. Yep. And that's not a huge difference. No. But if you're buying at the top of your price point, it's a big difference. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that, exactly. that could that could make or break a loan. Every here. dollar counts, right? So we need to. That's why you know I need all the documents. I don't send the pre-approval until I have everything I need, um, which is also why, generally speaking, our loans can close faster because I'm getting everything up front. Yeah, and I'm essentially doing the pre-underwrite up front. Again, I have enough knowledge to understand. Okay, you have another house. I need the mortgage statement. I may need the tax bill. I mean, yep. and it may seem annoying up front, but I'd rather get that now versus when they're trying to figure out the inspections and everything else that is involved in this transaction. Yeah, so you can move as fast as the client. Right. As as fast as they can get you that stuff, you can we can move. get it turned around. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And it's just and it's just verifying. Right. It's it's not like. I don't want to say it's not rocket science to figure out someone's income, but like if it says salary one hundred twenty thousand at the top of the pay sub, it's pretty easy to figure out what you. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty, it's pretty that, simple. That person makes uh, that amount. Right, <laughs> right. So there's there's definitely some simple instances. Now there's obviously times where you may need more than a day. For instance, you know you you own five businesses. Yeah, okay, I got to go yeah. through all these tax returns. I would rather take another day or two and be a hundred percent certain versus. You know, flipping this around quickly, we get the offer in, and it's like, oh, I didn't calculate, you know, this tax correctly. Or I, did, yeah. I didn't realize that he was writing this off that we couldn't add back in. Right. There was a loss rushing. somewhere in one of those that you didn't pick up or right. didn't see because, yeah. yeah, you rushed through it. Exactly. Right. Especially yeah. when you're looking at two years. So really, I'm looking at like 10 different tax returns. You know, numbers start to blend in, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh crap! I rushed through it. I didn't see that twenty grand loss there. Right. I thought that was a twenty grand net. Yeah, I mean, e- e- even still, you know, if it's twenty four, forty eight hours, better than a couple weeks. Better, better than a couple weeks, yeah. exactly. Um, so, and but you know, just setting the expectation up front with the client on when it's that difficult of of a situation, right. like, hey, you know, this may take a little bit. I just want to let so you don't promise twenty four hours if you know it's going to take you more. Yeah. Expectations, obviously. Yeah. Um, next big one for local that that I was hearing is the under just the underwriting process in general. So, for instance, I can call my underwriter mm-hmm. and get things done. Yeah. Right. I. Hey, can, Jimmy. You know, we need to look at this or do this. Right. Sure. Right. And they are willing to work with me. Right. They're not these evil people that. They are, you know, sought out to be. They're, they are evil. They, they're in a they're they, in a dungeon somewhere, they and they're just throwing documents back, asking for the same thing over and over, over again. And over. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, they're evil people. <laughs> <laughs> like like for instance, yesterday I was on the phone with one trying to figure out. Okay, you know if if we. Um, spent the money this way, for instance, like we spent less on the down payment, but more on paying off a car, how would that impact the loan, right? Because the borrower yeah. wanted to do that. And I was like, okay, I want to make sure that that's going to work first. Yeah, before it's done. Before yeah. it's done. So I can call them and say, hey, this is what she's thinking about doing. Can we make sure that that's going to, like, everything's good before I tell her that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I can, we can run situations by each other. Or, you know, yeah. if God forbid things are going sideways, hey, let's work together to figure this out. And they're like, yeah, let's like let's piece this together. Yeah, to save a loan, right? Right, yeah. right. So it's another piece. Like, okay, I have all my other coworkers, I have my processors, and my underwriters. You know, we're all working together to think, okay, how can we possibly get creative here 
to make this work because yep. a lot of the time situations can be saved. Um, it usually involves money when that does happen. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. An allocation. In allocation. Right. Yeah. Where is it going to go? Exactly. Is it going to go down down payment? Is it going to go to paying off debt? Is it going? Where is it going to go? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And that's just something you don't get with those with those bigger banks, right? They're just like, no, it doesn't work. Get yeah. this. Like, yeah. You were telling me earlier about this. Is that uh, the at maybe the big banks? The underwriter may be in some other state, and they may mm -hmm. only like know their name, but, mm -hmm. but they don't have any sort of direct contact nope. until they kick them back right. the denial or the request for additional docs yes. or, you know, hey, we need to do this or do right. that. Right. So it just slows down the process mm -hmm. um, significantly. Yeah, <laughs> and that's exactly it. I'm glad you actually brought that up, right? The denial letter. <laughs> at those banks, they'll send the LO a denial out of nowhere and say, you have 24 hours to fix this. And it's like, I didn't even know there was something wrong, <laughs> yeah. right? And now and now you can't work on the pre-approval. You can't work on, you know, making sure that like updating people on the files, you now have to spend all of your energy remembering with, this file, being like, okay, one. where is this going wrong? Because they don't give you any context. Fix it, you have 24 hours. It's like, what, Fix what? Is that, right? uh, who oh i got the name but right. yeah what all right yeah i gotta go back i gotta put everything else aside but yeah wow again slowing down the process again just really slowing it down yeah. um so underwriting is brutal <laughs> brutal there mm -hmm. um just not communicative there's no teamwork happening and again they can't the underwriters can't just like tell you how to originate the loan right i have to have a general understanding of how this loan can work um but what i can do is run things by them hey are we able to do this i'll literally you can literally ask our underwriters sometimes hey if i show this is this going to can we add income if I show this? Yeah. Right. They, they they want to work with us on yeah. this because they want the loan to clear because they want to get it out of their pipeline too. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. they want they want to funnel these things through as well. They're not trying to be the person that just kills the loan, right? Yeah. Well, they're working for their lenders and right. the lenders, you know, are lending money to make money. Right. If they're not lending money, they're not making they're money. They're not making so money. So let's work together right. to figure this out. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, the next big thing is the processing side. And I think this is a side that not a lot of people think of because again it's not the front end it's not really the back end closing it's kind of that part right in the middle, middle where everyone's like oh underwriters underwriters but it's like the processors are kind of what makes this whole process mm -hmm. right so if you have a processing team that doesn't understand the loan that doesn't maybe understand how to communicate what they need to the buyer and that doesn't understand if they get a dock in to look over it and be like okay does this actually meet what they are requiring yeah that's why when again i'm glad you mentioned earlier when you got those th those times where it's like i've already given you this pay stub 14 times it's like no yeah. they need it it's like yeah. oh i've already given it to you those dungeon dwelling underwriters, underwriters. <laughs> but a lot of the times it's actually the processors that yeah. cause that issue so they don't understand you know okay a condition comes out we need bank statements showing the security deposit leaving yep. okay they look at the bank statement our processors look at it oh there's a big deposit here that may be a red flag i'm gonna reach back out to you hey where did that come from yeah okay i know that, that okay that deposit came from a gift that you that you know you came in we need this we need so they send that. all of that in and instead of reaching back out to you and again slowing it down oh now we need a gift letter we already have it yeah and they can make notes in the file hey you know this this deposit that you're seeing on august 14th for 10 grand is a gift from here 
and all that. So they're catching that stuff before it has to go. Uh, before it has before to. Before it back. goes to the underwriter and then comes back through. Right. Yep. 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 Right. So they're the they're the the eyes double checking, triple right. checking, and, and right. getting it pushed through. And that's where you hear the, some of the horror yeah. stories too. Sometimes where underwriting doesn't notice it, mm-hmm. it clears through. We're clear to close. Goes to the closing department. and They're like, wait. There's, we're going to close. Yeah, we're supposed to close in two hours, but there's there's this $10,000 fund that LO missed, um, Process processor matters. missed, underwriter missed. Yeah. Closing department's not going to miss that. Yeah. And, and all those people are only human, right? So right, exactly. things happen. Right. And, 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 you know, stuff slips through sometimes, but yep. that's where you get the real, like, we're not closing. And, like, you know, you want to make sure that you have everything as narrowed down as possible mm-hmm. for it. Um, so, our, you know, again, local. Lending, the processors are different even from local lender to local lender, which is why some can close faster and use the same lenders. There's people that use United Wholesale that don't close as fast as us Mm -hmm. because the processing isn't there. Yeah, because their team and how they're set up. Right, right. And that's that's exactly it too, the whole setup of it. Um, Big banks, the LO processes, which sounds miserable. And not that I don't love my processors, but holy crap, I couldn't imagine trying to get business, pre-approving people, updating people throughout the process, getting docu- getting all the documents Collecting. and reading conditions yeah. and ordering appraisals myself like oh my god like, yeah. I, like you wouldn't have time to, you wouldn't have time to get business. No, and any good any any well-run business has teams and has systems in place mm-hmm. and that's you know whether you're running a pizza shop right like one guy doesn't like do every function yeah. <laughs> i mean some pizza shops they do don't right. get me wrong but if you want a, a, a high functioning business efficient business yeah right. you, you're gonna have each you know each person at each station right look at mcdonald's literally same diff- same thing <laughs> like that's how like ray Kroc made that whole empire mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stations had each had their own jobs right right one person makes fries for five hours yeah but yeah. They come out as quickly as they come in. So yep, it's like, exactly, it's exactly. super, super efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, you know, pre-approval process, very different. Underwriters are actually communicative. And, uh, and not, the, not the premier or any sort of uh, lender is a McDonald's factory. But, <laughs> but it, it, the analogy The analogy kind of yeah. makes sense, exactly, in this situation. Right. <laughs> uh, and then honestly, lastly, is the, the closing, right? And it, it may seem self-explanatory. You're clear to close. You just... You just close, yeah, right? You show you're, up. you're good. There's a lot more that happens on the back end of this of this whole operation when you do get clear to close. There's there's title companies and my yeah. closing manager going back and forth, you know, matching your invoices. You've already paid for your appraisal. If you don't have someone that knows what they're doing, and again, one of its some for some reason it slips through, you could double pay for something. Yeah, yeah. we don't want that happening because then obviously that's a tolerance on our end, yeah. right? We have to eat that, rightfully so, if we miss that, yeah. right? So there, there's a lot of times that that'll happen. You know, they, the big banks will um, will give closing disclosures that go out, and it's like, I've already paid for this. They're like, I, you told me it was going to be this, right? and then closing costs go up all the way, yeah. right? And that's why I review that with my clients, too, when we <laughs> do see it come through. It's, a, you know, it's great to just get eyes on it and say, hey, Yep, this looks right. We got the seller concession. We got mm-hmm. the right price. We got the right down payment. The Big right escrow. Like that, right. Um, you know, obviously, most of the time they're paying for that appraisal up front, so mm-hmm. that should be that should be off. on the either off or on or, the, uh, the yeah. debit line. Yep. Um, yep. So yeah, those things are important. You know, right. kind of make sure the numbers all add up, even though I'm not. You know, loan processor, loan underwriter, mm-hmm. or a, a, an officer, but no, you know, but kind of look at those numbers and say, does this make sense? Right. 
Right. Well, and then you see like, you know, like random fees. You're like, I've never seen, you know, somebody charge that. You know, I've never seen, uh, I don't know, like a credit report fee of $800, like something absurd like that where you can look over and be like, okay, like, you know, that's within the realm of what makes sense. Right. 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 You can look over and be like, that. What is going on right now? The yeah. like, biggest thing, like title companies and everybody misses on those closing disclosures, I find is the seller concession. Yeah. It's yeah. Usually the most common. I always, that's what I always look for now that we're getting back to that type of market. Yeah. Um, honestly. Uh, it's good to see that and, 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 you know, check those, make sure that, cause that's money off the bottom line. Right. Right. And that's yeah. obviously money the buyer doesn't have to spend. Yeah. Obviously. Um, so those are the four biggest avenues in which we are different. Right. And then, yeah. Minor avenues, but I feel like are bigger are communication, right? Yeah, we it's, it's it's obviously key, right? But just understanding that it's more than just that we're not there nine to five. It's the hey, I have to get this document because mm-hmm. right, I need this because here's how we're gonna qualify you. Not just oh, send it into the portal, right? Hey, you know you're self-employed. I need two years of income because I'm going to average this and this. I, and then if I see that they have a lot of depreciation, that's a big one for self-employed businesses. Yeah. Hey, I call you. Hey, I can add that back in just so you understand where I'm getting this number from. Right? Sure. I think just things like that, that it's that minor touch where it's like, oh, like I now understand why I qualify for this yeah. loan. Yeah, Not wow. just like, oh, that. here's 400 grand. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, well, it helps to, to have some sense of like security and mm-hmm. ease and as to why. Right. Like, I don't think I should be spending that much. Right. Or shouldn't I be able to spend more? Like, right. And the, the whys behind that yeah. is good to have, you know, you reaching out and, and talking to them about that, right. you know, personally. And just the communication with the payment, right? Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. people overall care about. People buy on payment. Right. What's my payment? Right. And if they're not thinking that way, I make sure they do. <laughs> it's like, what's your payment? Right. What does it matter what the price is, but what's your payment? Which, what's Is that the comfortable point? You know, because you're on 30-year fixed debt. Right. What does it matter? Is, is that a good payment for you or not? Right. If not, let's go lower. Let's go lower, right. <laughs> or higher, whatever. And and that's the thing, right? You know, when you when you go to these retail lenders, you fill out the online form, you go to your your bank and you walk in, they say, All right, you can afford a five hundred thousand dollar mortgage. And then you go out and you're like, Oh, sweet, sounds great. Ninety five percent of people can get pre approved for significantly more loan oh, yeah. than they want to spend. Yeah. And people don't realize that. Yeah. Where, you know, up front, that's one of the first things I'm asking. What are you comfortable spending? Yeah. Because I want to pre-approve you up to that amount. So when you go out house hunting, you understand, okay, this is where I need to be. Yeah. And then then just, you know, adding repertoire too, you know. Why? Why do you want to stay there? You know, like especially, uh, I'll I'll dig that into that sometimes. Um, you know, if it's like boyfriend girlfriend, it's like, oh, you you saving for something? It's like you <laughs> you you saving for a special day? Yeah. And it's like no, but like you just relate to people, right? It's yeah. like hey, you know, find out you know why you know okay why are you moving to Londonderry? You know why sure. are you moving out of Mass? Why are you moving into Mass? Right? Why are you moving to Maine? Why are you buying the lake house? Like. It just on getting a you know grasp or grasp on people. Uh, yeah, and what their goals are, and what their goals yeah. are, and then you can accurately help them with their situation. Yeah, numbers can only tell so much, right? If the the numbers are the numbers, right? But when you when you hear, okay, I want to spend you know twenty five hundred bucks a month because right X Y and Z. Yeah, it's like oh well, you know, have you ever thought about you know okay, what if we what if we paid down the car instead of putting more money down? Yeah. Yeah. And now instead of your monthly obligation being three grand, it's twenty seven. 
yep. you have a little bit more house, but now you have more of an asset. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. never, I never thought of that. Yes. It's like Creative. you can help people get through it some with some creativity. And like ninety nine out of a hundred times, when like the pre approval is not coming from from you, and it. It, they don't know what their monthly payment is. They're like, I don't know. I got this pre-approval. Right. I don't know. I'm like, oh wow, that's great. That's that's great. You know, you're looking to spend you know thirty two hundred dollars a month. They're like, what? Not really. Yeah. Oh, did your lender that you you know from wherever explain? explain that you know that's probably where you're at with this on a monthly payment basis? Like, no. I thought this was really high. Like. Okay, you know, let's let's, <laughs> let's break go, let's break it down. Let's right. go talk to Matt. Like, right. you know, maybe there's a better option. Whatever. Right. Yep. And that's the thing too. You know, it's it's the payment. It's the cash to close. Like, hey, you need this much money. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Because again, just because somebody has fifty grand saved doesn't mean they want to spend all fifty thousand no. dollars. Or if they do, again, how can we spend that and allocate it wisely? Yeah. Like, hey, is this your forever home? Yep. Okay. So let's put less down and buy down the rate a little bit more mm-hmm. if it makes sense to do so. Right? I love that. You buying can... down the rate. <laughs> buying down the rate. Uh, especially in this high rate market. I love it. What's the max? Um, the, so the maximum you can generally buy down is about two and a half to 2.75 points. The reason being is because we can't charge more than 3% of the loan amount in points in fees. So is that for owner occupy only? Uh e, no. So if you go invest anything conventional FHA via your traditional loans. If you go non-QM you could you pay 10 points for all we care, right? Really? As long as the lender will let you do it. Like they you Listen here folks, you want a low rate? It's actually cheaper to buy down a rate than to put more money down on the house. Yep. You know, you might have to put down a hundred grand to get it down two hundred bucks, where you could buy down the rate yep. for much, much less, right? And save that two hundred bucks, especially <laughs> when you get into higher loan amounts. Yeah, right. I mean, a quarter of a point on a five hundred thousand dollar loan could mean more, right, than buying 50 again grand, fifty grand down. down. It, it really yeah. could. Yeah. So, like, okay, what does it cost? It costs one point. Okay, so let's spend five thousand instead of thirty, yeah. and you get the same result. Yeah. And you pay less over the life of the loan. Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> this is a no-brainer. Yeah. I think I, I mentioned it in the past. Like, I bought down my rate to 1.99. Yeah. I think it was, uh, like, 16 grand or something yeah. like that. Like, that's 16 grand? Right. To get down to just under 2%? Right. Sign me up. Deal. And I never, Sign me up. Now, I never have to touch it, and you're obviously going to make more than 16 grand as the difference in that oh, loan. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So, so that's so that's the thing, right? Just being communicative with people, um, and just always, and then you know, they're nine to five. I know I mentioned that's not all of it, but they yeah. are. They're nine to five. Yep. You know, they they a lot of them are salaried, mm. and then they get their quarterly bonus based off of the amount of loans that they close. Sure, but their quarterly bonus is a couple hundred bucks of the best. Yeah, right. So, so they're not pushing to the close incentive more. is not. <laughs> It's not there yeah. to be like, we have to get this thing closed. I'm going like, to work past 5 p.m. every night right. to get, get an, another 300 bucks. Right, right. It's, it's it's just not there. So whether your loan closes or not, they are generally making the same money. So mm-hmm. there's no incentive to to make things work. It's just, yeah. oh, it doesn't work. It's too bad. Like, yeah. like still, too bad I actually you. am doing less work and making more. And making the, and same, making money. the same money. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like a, a better per hour basis than uh, the other way around. Right, better efficiency. Just deny everybody. Right, like, ah, it's too bad. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, geez. I mean, those, those are like the, the real biggest things, you know, like local, 
it's it's not as well known right as like i was gonna say the name bigger banks or, or retail lenders um you know do you see the commercials everywhere for retail you see them in the super bowl right those are the people that were that i'm talking about when i say retail um but you know everyone thinks that that's where you go they're they're the ones that are struggling the most right now because their business is based off of refis their business is not based off of purchases yeah and why would you go to a lender whose main focus is just refinances yeah. doesn't have the purchase thing nailed down that's why you see all these layoffs happening at those yes. bigger retail companies because they're not bringing the money in and then guess what happens they lay off the processors and then all rates are going to drop a little bit next year because that's the natural flow. They're going to get all this business in and they're not going to have processors. Yeah, even slower. That's a great, even that's slower. A, right, that's a great <laughs> recipe for success. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're just they're, going local is always going to be the the cheapest um, and the fastest option for for somebody. All we do is mortgages. It's literally what I specialize in. I don't specialize in auto loans and personal loans. Yes, we do HELOCs. I don't specialize in them right. because it's just a different type of, of, of financing. Again, we can do them, yep. but that's not our bread and butter, just like renovation loans. We yep. can technically do them. I can't promise you I'm going to be good at them because I sure. don't. That's not the bread and butter, right? Yeah. Where That's where you know those banks come in. But again, your purchase, your 20% down lights out loan purchase is getting delayed because someone has a rehab loan right in yeah, front of you right, that's right. clogging everything down it's like that's a little annoying yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. That, would, that would annoy me a yeah. little bit if i actually knew what was going on on the back end yeah you've you got a timeline that you want to close on because you're going to set up movers and all that stuff whereas mm -hmm. the rehab guys the rehab loan right is a different different scenario it's completely different yeah. um but i don't know if you want to you know real quick on your end like if you know, you kind of mentioned it, you know, if you ha you see someone that has that pre-approval, it's not, you know, you can't tell somebody where to go, but it's like, hey, you can kind of like pros and cons of each. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like from like a list side or a buy side, like do you kind of, I don't want to say favor one, but like, hey, just, you know, here's here's another option maybe for you or something like that. Yeah, just advise, right? Like it's it's my, um, my role to advise and guide, you know, and then the buyer or seller decides. Right, they make that decision. I guide, 100%. they decide. Um, so, you know, having options and, you know, guiding on what those different options are and look like, mm -hmm. um, you know, even just saying, hey, here, contact these one or two people, you know, like contact Matt, he'll run through it. If right. it doesn't make sense to you, you don't like it, fine, but right. at least you had the conversation. Yeah, exactly. Uh, on exactly. what, you know, what the difference is and what, you know, that could look like. Right. Usually it's going through that approval process again mm -hmm. because that's just what needs to be done right. to like give you an accurate picture. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like you said, uh, you know, knowing 99% of the time I'm getting, Oh yeah, I got this pre approval. I don't know how much a monthly that is though. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, let's call, that out. <laughs> you know, ABC bank and see what they tell you. Right. All right. Well, ABC bank, you know, Joe Smith at ABC bank is not available right now. So we'll, we'll wait, we'll find out. Right. No problem. Let's, you know, I can generally, you know, give you an idea. pull a mortgage calculator yeah. and say, all right, this is this really is where you're going to yeah. be yeah. Uh, for this type of home and and, and th these taxes mm -hmm. and what this insurance looks like. Is that where you want to be? Yes or no? Okay. Right. All right, cool. Right. You know, I'm happy to do that, but that's a great conversation it's a to have. Annoying, right? <laughs> but it's, a, it's, it's like day one conversations that yeah. should be had. Right. Right. You know? It would almost be like, you know, if the buyer came to me like, hey, you know, I'm try trying to reach, you know, 
Joe Smith, the realtor, but, you know, to pull comps, but I can't reach him. Like, what do you think this is worth? Like, I, I okay, <laughs> I, I can, but. Yeah, right. I, it's like, but it's not exactly it's not my exactly wheelhouse. In my, yeah, this is not exactly <laughs> what I specialize yeah, in. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, you know, you, you can get him a good idea, but it's yeah. not the definitive, like, you know, this is What's what I would offer. Right, like, right. so that, that's just where it, it's definitely different. And I just thought of another thing too, you know, we, we do things like this, right? We we know agents. We yeah. we we network with a lot of different agents. Yeah. Um, for us in particular, you know, Southern New Hampshire and now Northern Mass, like we're, our name is starting to get out there more and more. Right. So when you have a pre-approval, that's from us. The agent probably has worked with us and knows yeah. and knows how we quality. work. They they know they know you know the the quality of of what we're doing. And, you know, we you say you go to this big networking event and you meet a bunch of people and then they see a pre-approval with your name, my specific name on it or Rich's specific name on it because he's local to the area. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I love working with them. Right. Like, okay, maybe they're not the best offer, but let's, you know, let's go back to them and trust yeah. me, this team's awesome. Yeah, okay, they're five grand off, but let's let's see what let's see if they'll come yeah. up. It gives it gives the buyer or the seller the opportunity. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so the you know the the team around you matters. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I should well, I shouldn't say obviously, because you know, that's a lot of people don't understand that, you know, not every real estate agent's very different. Every yeah. lender's very, very different. You know, you I got somebody under contract Sunday who has been looking for six months. They went to an agent that is down in Reading, I think she Redding, Redding or Andover, one of the two. Sure. Um, and then on a week, she switched lenders to me, switched real estate agents to her. First offer she put in Done accepted. Deal. It's like imagine Beautiful. that. Beautiful. <laughs> imagine that. Exactly. Right. And in a competitive North Shore mass market. Yeah. Like okay. it matters who who you're with, right? Mm-hmm. They you people some people just know how to get things done. Like you know how to get things done. Like yeah. Yeah. You you and Jan, you do like yeah, we, just, we try our best. <laughs> we, we've been doing it enough, and uh, you know, volume helps to see a lot Definitely. of different things yep. and, and learn a lot of different things. So yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, where can people uh, reach out to you? So they can reach out to me through cell phone six zero three four seven five five four seven one. I'll probably be below in the comments and captions and all that yep. fun stuff. Yeah, um, you can email me at my email and McDonald at pmlhomeloans.com. Um, I'm now on Google, so if you Google nice. loan officer near me in southern New Hampshire, I will likely be popping up. So good. if you want to just message in and get a loan. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> e- easy. How easy can that be? How easy can that be? Yeah. Um, fi- I always botch this. Jesus. www.findnhhomesforsale.com. Right? We're, Boom. Me, me and Rich are, are on that website there. Yep. Um, all my social medias you can reach out to me at. Like, I... I get messages from all different platforms, which I love because that means that I'm I am everywhere yeah. or I'm trying to be everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. but literally at any any point, like nine Perfect. o'clock at night, like tell people I'm a twenty five year old mortgage broker. So if you if you text me at nine thirty, I'm probably on Instagram reels. So I <laughs> yeah. will I will just respond. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but exactly. where can people find you, Rich? Yeah, www.findnhhomesforsale.com, uh Rich at Racine Realty uh, next two weeks from now, we got guests yes, coming yes. in via Zoom. Via Zoom. We got our first Zoom guest. Yep. So it's uh, Mark Bashir's. Uh, he's, I'm going to leave that as a teaser. Yeah. A little, he's little a, bit of he's a wealth builder. Yes. Yeah. He's a wealth builder. Yeah. So he's going to have some awesome content and uh, information that I think everyone's going to want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when we're talking about why money matters, you know, it's uh, real estate, it's investing, it's lending, mm-hmm. it's banking, it's growing your wealth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're opening it up to different avenues, different right? avenues of growing that wealth. Yeah. If that's a hint, or at least it, it, it won't necessarily be all real estate. Yeah. But his his systems you can use for real estate. Right. Um, right. So that'll be really, really uh, interesting. I'm happy to, you know, I'm excited to talk yeah. to him. Yeah. Uh, and then a uh, week after that, the lumberjack landlord. The, <laughs> so we got a bunch of different, well, we're starting to line up a bunch of different guests here. Yes. Um, like, yeah. like you said, you know, money matters. We want it to be obviously kind of centralized around the whole real estate because that's where we obviously specialize in. Yes. But we also want to try to give as many options as possible to, because it's not just one path of building wealth. Yeah. So let's, you know, let's explore all of them and, you know, my, keep minds open and exactly. at least hear, hear people. And it's like, oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. Like, you know, that's, that's something that you can do with that you know, that specific path there. I never imagined that that yep. could translate over to real estate. Hopefully open open your mind, open your eyes to something different. Mm-hmm. If it works, great. If it doesn't, okay. okay. Right, right. Providing those options. Keeping all options open. That's right. Uh, but that is episode 10, and that is why money, money matters. matters.